Amen. You may be seated. Let's take our Bibles this morning, please, and turn to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2 this morning. I'm thankful for everyone that had a part in our service today. I had been wanting to do something special for Christmas Sunday and just struggled to find anything that we could use. And it's been such a difficult year to plan anything. Everything we plan, we end up canceling. And so you, you hate to put in all this work and then have it taken away. And, and, uh, but I just stumbled across those videos on Tuesday. And so I'm appreciative of everybody who worked so hard this week to put everything together to give us a nice perspective of the manger. And I hope it was a blessing and encouragement to you. Some of those things I had not seen before, just the little nuances there that they brought out. It was interesting. I'm jealous of the little shepherd boy's hair. I don't know if you saw all that curly hair. I'm jealous of that. But uh, it was just a blessing to me. The shepherd one especially uh, just gets my heart every time. And you'll notice that each had a theme. Isaiah spoke of hope and light. And then, of course, we had after that the shepherd who spoke of peace. Messiah would bring peace. Then we had Mary. Mary spoke of love. And then we had Joseph who spoke of joy. Then I like at the end how the wise men spoke of the Messiah who could give us all those things if we only know Him. If we could trust in Him. He is the... I, it always gets me at right at the end of that video when he just looks up at the camera and his eyes are twinkling and he says, the Messiah. There's just a joy there. And I hope you know that joy and I hope you know that peace and you have that hope and that light in your life that only comes from knowing Jesus Christ. Before we read our scripture today, I just want to thank you for praying for our family. We appreciate it so much. And and uh, it breaks our hearts that we couldn't be here for the Norsworthy family uh, through the loss of Brian. And I thank you, church family, for taking care of them and taking them meals and such and bringing us meals. We, we got to the point the last couple of weeks while we've been quarantined that every time we opened the door, we thought there should be food there. And uh, there was. That's the thing. We're, we're not going to know what to do when we go outside today and there's no food on our step. But thank you so much for being a blessing to our family and praying for our family. Uh, my uh, father-in-law is, is struggling and uh, they were married for 38 years. And uh, he says, I wake up in the middle of the night and I turn over and he, he says, I say, hon, or mija, mija is Spanish for my girl, mija, and she's not there. And he says, I'm looking for her in the night. And so just pray for him. That's a big adjustment. If you've lost a spouse, you understand uh, what he's going through. And I appreciate your prayers. And it was exciting to see the spiritual growth in him. And we had, uh, we tried to give, we, well, we did. We gave him a little bit of money to try to help out with medical things. In the States, you pay for your bills, right? It's a little different than here. And so we gave him a little bit of money that we took with us. And uh, he says, no, 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 no. He said, God's been so good to me. God's been good to all of us. It was such an encouragement to hear him say that. And you pray for my brother-in-law as well. I, got, I have three brother, or four brother-in-laws. Uh, one of them got saved a couple years ago. And he's been going to a church. And, and uh, just um, the only time I've been to church in the last month, uh, we were here November 22nd. We haven't been back to church since because when we got there, mom died of COVID. So we felt like being in that house, we shouldn't take into somebody else's church. So we stayed and we watched you folks here. We caught you sleeping on the camera. We know, we know who you are. And uh, so we, we watched the services live here. And, and, uh, but on the Wednesday night after the funeral, uh, my brother-in-law asked me if I'd go to church with him. And so I did. And I wanted to support him. And, 
in the middle of the service, the preacher says, could you come on up here and just tell who you are? And then he says, well, go ahead and preach for a half hour. So go, go. And I got a half hour and I said, my time is gone. He said, no, take your time, brother. Keep going. And so I just uh, wasn't expecting that. But this is the only time other than that we've been in church in a month. And boy, I tell you, you take it for granted. And it's almost like having that layoff back in March and April and May again. But we're so glad to be back. And we do appreciate your prayers and all the love that you've shown. We thank you so much. I'm preaching from my mom's Bible. Uh, they gave me this. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. I didn't expect to get all broken up. Luke chapter 2. And it came to pass in those days there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into the heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Let's pray. Father, help us, Lord, in the next few moments. May the Spirit of God speak to our hearts. And Lord, we thank you for the music and the videos, Lord, that have provoked our hearts and prepared us for the message today. But we pray, Lord, that the very simple gospel of Jesus Christ would speak to that heart who has not yet trusted Christ as Savior. For the remainder here today, may we be reminded of the joy that we know and the peace that we feel from knowing Christ as Savior. Oh Lord, may we pray for those around us and help them, Lord, to come to a saving knowledge of Christ today before it's eternally too late. Lord, I need your help. And I pray that you might fill me with your Holy Spirit now. We'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, Isaiah spoke of a world that was in total darkness, longing for a light and for a hope. I like how the video shared with us Isaiah grappling with God, wondering, is this the message that you want me to share? 
How did a prophet know for sure what he was supposed to say? He went back and forth until he saw that little light flickering and understanding that a baby could bring light into a world. That's exactly what Jesus Christ did. 2,000 years ago in the little town of Bethlehem, the Bible says that the Lord Jesus Christ was born. And they wrapped him in swaddling clothes and they laid him in a manger. That very same night, angels appeared to shepherds on a hillside and they began to sing, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. As we notice the scriptures this morning, I want you to look at verse 11 with me. The Bible says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. For the sake of time, I'm not going to preach my entire message. I'll give you the outline quickly. But we notice, first of all, as we look at the Scriptures in verse 11, we see the promise of a Savior. The promise of the Savior. The angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you born this day in the city of David a Savior. Remember what Isaiah is saying in the video? And I know that it was a dramatization. But he kept saying to God, God, we don't need a baby, we need a Savior. Until he realized that very child would be the Savior. That little one born in a manger in Bethlehem would bring light into a dark world. That he could save the people from their sins as the angel proclaimed to Joseph, call him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. There's the promise of a Savior in the Scripture, and we see in, in this promise the place of his birth, which was the fulfillment of prophecy from Micah chapter 5. But we also see the purpose of his birth. The purpose of his birth was to bring healing, to bring healing. I'm not talking about just a physical healing, though the Lord Jesus Christ is more than able. I'm talking about a spiritual healing. All those that were scarred and marked by sin could find a savior in Jesus Christ. I think if you would you could agree with me today that the world and sin destroys. It'll take you to the lowest depths of hell. But there's hope in Jesus Christ. He came to give us healing and he came to give us hope. He is the savior, he is the Messiah, he is the Christ, the anointed one. And I hope that you'll come to him today. The Bible talks about the promise of a Savior, but we see also, secondly, we see the provision of a sign in verse 12. It tells us, And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swathing clothes, lying in a manger. I want you to picture the shepherds that night as they made their way to Bethlehem and began to listen. They didn't have a star like the wise men to lead them. And so they made their way through Bethlehem, and the only sign that they would have is that this child would be wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And perhaps as they went down the street, they heard a baby crying, and they thought, maybe this is the one. And they'd come to a house, and they said, no, it's not a house, it's a manger. Maybe there was another child being born that night somewhere in Bethlehem, and they'd hear the cries of a mother in labor and wonder, maybe it's in this direction. But the Bible says, the angel says, I'm going to give you a sign. There's only one that's wrapped in swaddling clothes and only one that's lying in a manger. So the Bible says they made their way there as he provided a sign for them and it proved the scriptures to be true, the word of God, that he would have a humble and lowly birth. 
We see, thirdly, it was punctuated by a song. The angel sang glory to God in the highest in verse 13, and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. But I want you to settle your thoughts on one single thing this morning. I've given the outline very quickly, and I won't elaborate any more on it. But look what it says in verse 12. Three words. Ye shall find. Ye shall find. Isaiah was looking for hope. He was looking for a light. The angel said, you'll find it. Go to Bethlehem. Go to a manger, and there in swathing clothes you'll find a baby laying, and you shall find him. If you look down in verse 16, the Bible says, and they came to Bethlehem, and it says, there they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. They found him. Can I say this this morning, and this is the the thing I want you to, to get, whatever you're looking for, you can find it. He said, I I need hope. You'll find it in Jesus. I need healing. You'll find it in Jesus. I I need help. You'll find it in Jesus. But the key is you have to look. The Bible says as early as the life of Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 4, Moses instructed the people as he's about to die, but if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. The Bible says in Isaiah that the prophet said, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God for he will abundantly pardon. The prophet or the apostle Paul said in Hebrews chapter 11, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and listen to this, and that he is a rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek Him. You know, the world is so busy looking for something to fill that void. But they're looking in the wrong places. They need to turn their eyes back to Bethlehem. And as they kneel at that manger and worship the Savior that was born, look down the road 33 years to a cross where Christ would die shed his blood for the price of our sins. But then look just three days beyond that to find an empty tomb. I was thinking about this during the message this morning, and I'll share it with you again. What if the shepherds never went to Bethlehem? That doesn't change their experience, does it? They were still on the hillside. They still had the angels. And the Bible says they were sore afraid. And the angels begin to tell them about the birth of a Savior. And they begin to sing glory to God in the highest. And they experienced all of those things. But what if they simply said, from here, let's just go tell the world what we've heard tonight. That's so many religious people in our society. There's many, many people that could stand up and they could quote many verses from this Bible. They could teach you the Christmas story. They could tell you all about it. But the shepherds knew we need to do more than just hear about it. We need to go meet him. We need to go find him. Let's let's turn aside and see this sight which the angels have spoken about. Maybe you're here today and you could do the same. You know, I used to know a fella. Every time I ran into him in Hamilton, 
He'd say, you know, you know, Pastor, Pastor, and he'd stutter like, you know, I can preach better than you can. I said, sure, lots of people can. Well, I, and I know that Bible inside out, and I know all about it. But I'll tell you this, as certain as a human can be, and I, I'm not certain, I didn't know his, I, we kind of could see his heart, but we didn't know for sure. He knew a lot about the Bible, but he didn't know the Christ in the Bible. He was lost and died and went to a Christless eternity. A lot of us could be like the shepherds at night and tell about our experiences. We could tell the Bible stories. We could share uh, the good news of Jesus Christ. But do we truly know him? Have you met him? That was the difference. The shepherds were on the hillside, and the Bible says they were sore afraid. But when they left the manger, they left rejoicing. What a difference. What a change took place in their life. Because they met Jesus. Here's some good news for you. Not only are we instructed to seek Him, the Bible says in Luke 19, verse 10, that He came to seek you. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. You know, you say, well, what about a sign for me? Here's what the sign the Bible says He'll give to you. The same sign he gave as Jonah in the whale. Three days and three nights was Jonah in the belly of the whale. So Jesus Christ was in the heart of the earth and he rose again. There's an empty tomb that says the Bible is true. I've been there. I've seen it. As a child, I can remember sitting in, in Sunday school and, and picturing the things of the Bible when Jesus walked upon the Sea of Galilee. I wondered, what did that sea look like? But now I've seen it. I've been in the empty tomb. I've seen where it says, he is not here for he is risen. I never wanted to leave that room, Brother Paul. But I was in there and people would come and go and I just, I thought, I know we're supposed to leave, but I just want to stay here. This is where a miracle took place. I'm here to tell you that Jesus is alive. That he's sitting at the right hand of the Father and he's interceding for you and me and he desperately wants you to be saved today. But you must come to him. Seek him today. He shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. I want, I want to say this. Never has been a person seek him who has not found him. They may have rejected. They may have turned their backs. They may have refused to accept his gift of grace. But if you're looking for him today, you will find him. Seek the Lord while he may be found. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes just for a moment this morning. Nothing new here today. The same Christmas story we have told for all of your lives. But the good news is just simply three words. Ye shall find. Have you found him? Have you found him? And if you have found him, do you know him? Has he changed your life? Many here today would profess that they know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, that at some point in their life, they recognized that they were lost and needed a Savior, just like Isaiah talked about. They needed light in a dark world. 
Maybe you're sitting here today and you're just like that. You know a lot about the Bible. You know a lot about Jesus. But do you know Him personally? Has He changed your life? The Bible is very plain. It says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You can be saved today if you just come and meet Him. We'd like to help you with that. Nobody's looking around, and I won't embarrass anybody. I'm not going to call you out. But is there one that say, Pastor, I'm not sure I'm saved. If I were to die right now, I'm not sure where I'd spend eternity. Could we, could we help you? Could I pray for you? I'm not going to embarrass you, I promise. Have you met Him? I, I didn't ask, do you know about Him? Do you know the Christmas story? Can you recite a scripture or two? The Bible says at the very end there will be teachers who will stand before God and say, have we not prophesied in thy name? Haven't we taught about Jesus? And Jesus will say, I never knew you. It's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Do you know Christ? Is there one? I know how hard it is in a crowd, but nobody's looking around. Nobody's going to embarrass you. Can I pray for you? Slip up your hand right now. I need to be saved. I need to know more about Christ. Let's stand to our feet. The instruments are going to play. If God has spoke to your heart, you can still come. We want to help you today. Just step out right from where you are. Meet me down here at the front.